0: welcome to the vault let's start cracking your code and welcome to another episode of the vault and this week is going to be on fire because we are going to talk about the needle moving thing in business and in life and it's actually your mindset and how to develop your business so i'm excited to have deb battersby she's a speaker an author a success coach and the creator of the Freedom Point system. As an in-demand speaker on business success formulas and extreme personal achievement, Deb has spoken to thousands around the globe from New York to Sydney. She's a master practitioner in the field of neurolinguistics, neuroassociative conditioning, as well as a certified hypnotherapist. Deb is also distinguished as an elite master trainer with the Robbins Research International. So excited to have you here, Deb.
1: Well, I'm excited to spend time with you. I I love it when we get together.
0: Yes, absolutely. So actually, Deb and I did a joint webinar. It was so much fun. And I'm very excited to have her here because she has such a wealth of knowledge and expertise. And uh, I would love my audience to find a little bit more out about your story. What brought you up to actually helping people? And what is it that you're helping people with?
1: Like I think, like most entrepreneurs, I you know I got into got interested in personal development mostly to unlock my own potential. <laughs> you know, I had a a, a very thriving uh, real estate practice and a, a big team and doing really well, and I just wanted to I just wanted to up level the game and take things to you know the the next step for me and my team, and that was about almost thirty years ago. Wow! So so I kind of jumped on that path, like almost everyone else looking for the edge to, you know, have more insight on how to help people in a a more significant way. And it began with the introduction to a little bit of NLP neuro linguistics, and just understanding that people communicate differently, they have different preferred styles of communication. Therefore, they hear things differently. They receive information differently. And I thought that was so fascinating. And I wanted to figure out if, if I could learn how different people communicate and how they receive information, then I could reach more people more effectively. And in real estate, everything is about the negotiation. And so negotiation is such an emotionally charged part of any kind of business. So I wanted to figure out, okay, if I could use the right words that certain people could hear more effectively, that I could have more influence in helping them move through their fears or their reservations or their uncertainties. So that's how it began.
0: that's amazing. And now you also help coaching, coaching businesses really thrive and build up in success, right? So could you tell a little bit more about that?
1: Well, you know, my first adventures into the, you know, the neurolinguistics and understanding internal communication and dialogue um, led me to my first experience with Tony Robbins. And I loved that experience so much that after, I guess, you know, my first event, I signed up for a program that Tony used to do years ago, a 14-day certification program on, on his Uh, strategies for creating change. And so I did that program and then kind of took a year off and I loved it so much that I went back and I did it again. And so because I was starting to understand my own mindset and what were the beliefs that were kind of holding me back from the next level, I also started to identify what kind of patterns of belief and behavior and emotion we're holding back my team and my clients. Yeah. So I became even more fascinated. And so I joined Tony's leadership program 28 years ago.
0: Wow. And have been in it ever since. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And what did you figure out in those like 28 years? Why is it so hard <laughs> yeah.
1: for people yeah. to change?
0: What What do you well, think?
1: Yeah, I I I love that question because, you know, we all create change. Um, sometimes change is just thrust upon us; we don't have any choice. Everything changes. Yeah. <laughs> Market changes, the rules change, the the restrictions change, the guidelines change. Everything changes, and you have to figure out how to adapt but there is the beauty of you know the the human intelligence is the ability to deliberately create change mm. the kind of change we actually want and so i was always curious about you know what was it that allowed us to create change rather you know pretty easily rather than really struggle 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 to make change yeah. and what was the you know the the difference between that and actually creating transformation. And so that was my quest, you know, as as a a student in the field of neuro linguistics, but anything related to personal growth and personal development. And what I discovered, and this was something that I had learned from a couple of different teachers over time, is that when we first become aware have something we have an intellectual awareness of it yes you know, kind of like we see it we go oh my god that's what's going on and the second piece of that is we get an emotional experience of it like we have a feeling about it either it's certainty or confidence or uncertainty or doubt or insecurity but there's always an emotional piece to whatever it is we become aware of mm-hmm. and then you know that when we get something where it's really becomes a habit and it's part of our nervous system is when we get it in our body. Yeah. And and so I recognize, you know, through a lot of different uh personal development techniques as well as energy work and all kinds of other transformative experiences that some work on the mind, some work on the emotions, and some work on the body.
0: Oh. And that
1: in order to create change, we kind of have to work on all three elements at the same time because the, the human organism is runs on patterns. You know, we have all of these encoded patterns that make life simple. Like you and I couldn't even be having a conversation if we didn't have patterns of language. Yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. Seriously, you know, think about every single word that we're going to say, because it would be new each time around. So the whole system is designed to create patterns. Now, the cool thing about that is it creates programs that kind of run automatically yeah. once once a pattern is established. It's kind of like if you think of us as like being a, com- a computer, that in the computer are software programs. And those programs will stay in the computer until you delete them. Or upgrade, or, them. <laughs> or upgrade them. Exactly, exactly. And we all know, having used software for decades now, that you know, oftentimes you'll buy a certain program and weeks later, months later, you'll get a notification that there's an upgrade that fixes a glitch in the software. And so I kind of like to think of most of the challenges we have are patterns that haven't been upgraded. There's a glitch in the software. And so, you know, the work that I do was really all about figuring out how do you piece together the intellectual piece, the emotional piece and the physiological piece so that you can upgrade the programming or delete a program if it's no longer necessary, but where you can actually change the programming in one coaching conversation. Oh. And that has been, you know, that's been the essence of my work for the last 20 years. And I'm very grateful that I've had many playgrounds in which to, you know, explore and learn and cultivate and synthesize so that, you know, that I, I literally guarantee my clients that you will have transformation in every coaching conversation.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And Deb, could you please tell us what is the one thing that people can walk away with today when it comes to figuring out a part of the part of the system that you're teaching uh-huh. that well, is going to help them in this episode right after listening and that they they can directly implement in their lives or in their businesses?
1: Fantastic. Well, thanks for asking that because the first thing that I realized is that the emotions are a huge part of the puzzle. They're, they're a big piece that most of us don't understand. But one of the things that I, that I've discovered and and certainly is the foundation behind my work is that every single emotional pattern that you have has a positive intention you know, whether it's doubt or fear or anxiety or worry or depression or guilt or shame or apathy, I don't care what it is. Every single emotional experience you have, every pattern you run comes with some higher level intention. Now, the first thing that I would invite our listeners to do is to rather than judge our feelings of worry or or doubt or confusion or anxiety, whatever we're dealing with, that rather than judge it as wrong or inappropriate or unacceptable, take a moment and just be with it. Allow yourself to experience the emotion. And then, and you don't, you don't wallow in it all day. You just spend a few moments there and you ask the question. And this is one of the, probably the most profound questions that has evolved from my work. And the question is, if it's true that this information, and I mean the emotion, I refer to it as information because that neutralizes the whole experience. If it's true, this information is here to serve me, then what is its intention? What is its job? And so I know this is not something that we're used to doing. Uh, Most of us, you know, when we feel uncomfortable about something, we try to do everything we can to eliminate that feeling or distract from it or disassociate or even deny or deny or (laughs) repress or, or pretend it's something else. Yes, exactly. So the beginning of this level of awareness is to recognize that these are gifts that they are here for a very specific reason. And that if you start embracing that possibility, you will get insights about your own emotions that will kind of blow your mind. And the cool thing about it is once you get the insight, the emotion is free to go it has now delivered the message it came. You know, I like to think of them as messengers and, you know, they're messengers of, hey, something's not quite right, or you need to pay attention to something, or you're not doing what you need to do, or there's an element here that you're unfamiliar with, all intentional. Hmm. And most of the patterns that that your clients and my clients deal with are protection patterns that were established usually during early childhood. You know, that, and that because just like the computer, that software was installed decades ago, it's still running. And it, and what we're trying to do is override the older program instead of eliminate or delete the old pro, the program that no longer works or upgrade it in a way that it does work. So we keep trying to override the program. And so what we end up with is a lot of internal conflict and confusion. Because we're running p- patterns and programs that are in contradiction to one another.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just like the desire and the resistance towards doing something, yeah. discovering what that is about. So please tell me a, a story about a client transformation that you actually had an amazing session with and what it is the breakthrough actually was so that we have an example
1: well, I'm going to tell you a, a couple of radical examples, and then uh, maybe one radical example, and then one business example, because I want uh, people to understand how powerful these patterns can be. I had a client come to me a few years ago, beautiful, beautiful, accomplished, successful young woman. And, uh, you know, she was at the top of her game in sales, but there was something that she was dealing with, and that she had been dealing with for about 17 years and it was something called night terrors. Oh, wow. and, it, and it was like, and I hadn't really been familiar with someone who firsthand who had those experiences or these nightmares would be so terrifying that she'd wake up screaming or, you know, sweating profusely. And this was going on, you know, five nights a week at least. And she was exhausted because she That's couldn't. sleep. <laughs> And so the interesting thing about that was discovering that, you know, by going into the, the, the work that I do, which really works with patterning on a subconscious level, we were able to determine that this particular pattern was related to a situation that occurred somewhat frequently in her childhood And that was when a relative would, you know, come into her bedroom at night and just be inappropriate with her. She was a child. Mm. And so this pattern came as a protection so that whenever someone entered her room, she would scream and she would, you know, act out in, you know, these, these, uh, as if these dreams were real and vibrant and the person stopped coming they 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 didn't they never disturbed her again after a second episode of her response so this protection pattern would did its job it was brilliant in keeping her safe and yet the pattern persisted for 17 years yeah. Long after it was no longer a threatening situation.
0: Yeah, but there so, was an early childhood association, a lot of intense emotion yes. around it. So it must have been subconscious for her.
1: Uh, oh, absolutely. And the beautiful thing about every single habit, every single program we run, every emotional action, reaction that we have to a stimulus is a deeply encoded pattern. And it doesn't take a lot to create. A neurological pattern, but if it's if there is emotional intensity, obviously it can create extreme examples. Extreme examples, um, you know, phobias and uh, irrational fears and terrors and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And that once the pattern, you know, once there's a communication with the subconscious and there is a negotiation so to speak
0: yeah <laughs> that
1: the pattern is no longer necessary that pattern was free to go and so this you know our our session it was only one session seven years ago and you know every now and then when you know, we touch base or i check in with her the pattern is still gone you know there's no there's no um returning to that old old habit, that old pattern of behavior. Now I share that because it's kind of extreme. So yeah. I want you to know how powerful your subconscious is. Yeah, it is. Not ever, And you know, I will take another example, which is so mild, and yet very relevant to just about every entrepreneur I know. And that is a pattern of hesitation or second guessing. Now you, you would think you know a pattern of hesitation that cannot have massive consequences and yet you you know as an entrepreneur as a coach as an influencer you know that when you hesitate that your timing is off that you don't execute as effectively as you can you find that you know that you miss the window of opportunity to say the right thing at the right time or to have the right impact or to make a spontaneous decision because you're, there's this pattern running that's either questioning that decision or putting in a buffer of hesitation where oftentimes opportunities are lost in a heartbeat. And this particular situation, I had a client who uh, was, uh, who runs a golf school in Europe And he's very well known and, uh, you know, has a lot of clients. And we were at a, you know, we were at a symposium, a business uh, summit together. And we were talking about something and, you know, a comment was made and he wanted to respond to it. He wanted to engage in the conversation, but he hesitated. I noticed this pattern a couple of times. And so, you know, we, we talked about, you know, where does this show up in your life? How often does it show up? What does it keep you from doing? And, you know, what do you think this is really costing you by that little bit of hesitation, that holding back in the right moment? And so we took a look at that. And the, the funny thing is, we we did a, a quick session. We arranged to spend an hour together, you know, later that day and took him through, you know, the, the protocol that I use. And the next day what, what was really funny we were we were in we were in a mastermind group mm-hmm. and you know a comment was made and he responded with something like so quickly that was so funny and humorous and you know they had the, the whole group cracking up and yeah. and i noticed that Throughout our you know our couple hours together in this mastermind, that he was kind of like uh, the center of uh, stimulating conversation. He was funny, he was witty, he was it was quick to add his perspective on things. Whereas the couple of days prior to that, throughout this entire business summit, he'd been reserved, he'd been held back, he'd been mm. a bit quiet, not willing uh, to share his perspective, and. He, he became so spontaneous and confident and engaging that it, it was it was an immediate transformation. And a um, couple of weeks after that, we arranged to have uh, a couple of of coaching sessions to look at some of the other patterns that were restricting his ability to influence, his ability to communicate, but most importantly, his confidence in communication. And so. Um, we scheduled a couple of sessions over the next couple of months, and then I followed up with him, and his business had doubled in six months' time.
0: Wow, that is amazing!
1: <laughs> it, yeah, and his ability, but it was all about his confidence, his certainty, his ability to engage without questioning himself, or judging the situation, or wondering if it was appropriate, or you know questioning is this right are they going to are they going to receive it well so that tiny little pattern of hesitation that resolving that unlocked a whole new level of potential and excitement and vibrancy in him that showed up in every area of his life and as you you and i both know that when change happens it doesn't just affect one component of your life it really affects everything
0: yeah that is actually what causes fear a lot in people what, what 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 is the collateral effect you know what if i become really really successful will i have enough time or what if i take that action will will my family be at the same you know pace yes. and level and and all of that stuff so but when it comes to mindset, it's very interesting because um, the mystery of mindset. And I would love to know what your definition is of mindset, because a lot of people talk about mindset and maybe even attended, for example, Tony Robbins events, and they think, OK, I'm done. <laughs> my mindset is completely correct and everything. And then they still get to struggle. At least that's that's what I see with some Absolutely. of my clients.
1: Uh, absolutely. And you know, I, I do believe there's more to it than mindset because it is not just the way you think, it's the way you feel about what you think. you mm-hmm. know, so it is not just changing your perspective or your focus or your belief about something that what really needs to change is the emotional support or the emotional construct around that belief or around that that thought. And if you can have a positive thought and still have doubt, then you may have changed one element about the program, but you haven't changed the program. You may have introduced a new possibility for the program, but you haven't changed the the full program because as I said it's it's the it goes beyond the intellect into the emotional, construct but then very importantly into it goes into the physiological elements of it because all of these patterns are stored in the body they're mm-hmm. not just thought patterns yeah you know that
0: the energy that, that is stored too right
1: it, it is exactly that it energetically these patterns live they live in the body they're stored in the nervous system
0: yeah and so
1: to create the kind of change we're talking about we need to embrace the physiological component of that and you know whether that means you know whenever i'm I, i'm working with a client regardless of what the pattern is whether it's a pattern of belief Whether it's a a thought pattern, whether it's a an emotional pattern, whether it's a a pattern of identity, whether it's a pattern of language, whether it's a pattern of sequencing, it really doesn't matter what the pattern is. It has a presence and a resonance and resonance in the body. And so when you know, what I talk about in transformation work is to first, like I said, you've got to figure out where is it in the body? Oh,
0: and, you know, interesting.
1: Because, and and it's kind of funny, because, um, and I, I think I learned this mostly through hypnotherapy at first, is that, that through hypnotherapy, it's easy to tap into the subconscious. And so what was curious to me about that is how do you quickly guide someone into a access to the subconscious? It's a different brainwave. It's a different level of um, energy and it kind of clears the clutter in the conscious mind. Mm. The conscious mind is brilliant and it has a job to do. It tries to figure everything out. It wants answers. It wants to fix things. It wants it done now. And it's When it cannot find answers to things, it makes up answers. Yeah, exactly. And it makes assumptions that are not always accurate. Yeah. It makes rules that don't actually apply, but it tries to make sense of the world by creating rules that explain our experience or help us explain other people's behavior. But the subconscious is not so attached. The subconscious is where all of that innate wisdom is just there. It's stored. It's part of your DNA. It's part of human evolution. You have so much intelligence within you. It's a, It's actually kind of scary. How it is. It, it
0: is. it is kind of scary. <laughs> it
1: is, because we're, we're brilliant. Yeah. And the, the, the challenges we've been led to believe that the conscious mind has to have all the answers. And and so we're always trying to figure it out intellectually. Mm. We have the capacity to tap into the subconscious that can give so much information, insight and answers so quickly Mm. without logic. It doesn't need logic. The subconscious is brilliant in that it can create transformation in a heartbeat. It doesn't need logic and it has no timeline or physiological limitations. It can create in, in a heartbeat and it can transform in a heartbeat. That's Sorry. where actually
0: a lot of inspiration and God feeling is coming from. Right. So
1: absolutely. And yeah. when,
0: when it comes to uh, an, an easy way to, to tap into the subconscious mind, because the, the conscious mind is only a couple of percent, right. Of, right. of our conscious. So, Uh, what, What would be an easy way that you would suggest for people to work more with their subconscious mind and their mindset to set so
1: well the beautiful there's a lot of things that that can really help with tapping into the subconscious and they're really very physical exercises. One of them is, you know, breath work and you've mentioned that, you know, through through breathing we can access deeper levels of awareness. So breath work is one. Meditation, you know, there are many varieties of meditation that can bring you into um, this this different level of brainwaves that allows you to drop into knowledge that is not accessible to the conscious mind. Mm. So, you know, meditation is one. Um, you know, a lot of athletes experience, you know, uh, profound um, insights through workouts, you know, where they're, they're you know, whether you're a runner and you get into the zone. So there are places where you can go to actually You know, take yourself through physical experiences that allow you to access your zone of genius. The other thing that I've discovered is that, and, you know, this is how brilliant the subconscious is and how brilliant the organism is, is that oftentimes people who are in extreme pain for long periods of time, you know, um, chronic, serious pain, that they actually learn how to tap, you know, almost have out of body experiences where they can drift beyond the physical experience to access other information. So the physical body has many access points to, you know, tapping into the subconscious. And of course, I do not encourage people to go through pain to tap in. Uh, <laughs> but I just want you to be aware that, you know, that a lot of people do tap in through extreme pain, Yeah, um, you know, and so it's where many profound insights come from. But breath work and meditation, I also discovered that, and, and I'm sure that this will resonate with, with many of you, is that oftentimes when you're drifting off to sleep, or when you're just waking up, you're in a twilight state, you're somewhere between the the conscious and the the subconscious. This is a beautiful time to ask questions, or to set intentions, because there's no resistance, and the subconscious is more readily available. And so there, you know, whether you use prayer or meditation, or uh, breath work, uh, there's a I think practice is called priming, which combine breath and movement. There's trance dance, there's dance movement, there's music, there's many, many strategies for tapping into the subconscious. Mm.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I discovered Deb, that if you set your morning up like that, and you take that at least first 15 seconds, either in gratitude or something that is going to change the state of the body or the mind, that it actually sets your day up for success. It has been a big difference in, I do it most of the time, but I had my dips too, right? For, for example, when I'm on holiday or abroad, I have some difficulties in <laughs> doing everything in the same way. Then you notice the difference also in your business and in the way you set uh, intentions, the decisions you make, the focus you have. So I a hundred percent agree with that, But you you help coaches too, right? That To really have a stress-free coaching business, which is fantastic. So could you tell a little bit more about that?
1: Well, I think most of it is, you know, coaches, one of the biggest challenges um, that coaches face is keeping clients for longer periods of time, mm. you know, where they can actually build a solid client base. And, you know, I think you know, I learned this in, in my first career in real estate is that happy clients don't refer Mm. clients who get results refer. refer. Yes. (laughs) You can have people who love you and adore you and think you're cute and can, and are fun to hang out with and can, but they're going to refer you when you blow them away with your results. Absolutely. so, and so I, I do think that we, you know, sometimes we get so routine in how we approach our coaching clients that we we really forget all of the pieces of the, you know, what's going on in the mindset, what's going on emotionally, what's going on physiologically, and really making sure that we're addressing all of those components to create the results that the client wants and, and certainly deserves. And I also find that, you know, gosh, just, you know, like my primary clientele for the last 15 years has been entrepreneurs, but it's only been in the last three years that I've focused on coaches because I know that coaches are, they have the power to have so much impact in the world yeah. and that the more, the more we can help people create transformation, and and quick and fast results, the more people we can impact in the world, because every single time we elevate the consciousness of another human being, they impact every single one in their circle of influence. And so I think most of us would agree there's a lot of heartache in the world today. There's yes. a lot of stress, a lot of struggle, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, and that I want to equip coaches with the the emotional transformation components that can change all of that dynamic very quickly you know we 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 all have brilliant strategies and modalities to help people make progress to help people create change to help people create new rituals and routines in their lives um, but i i want to help people create transformation and i want it fast and i yeah. want coaches to be able to do it fast and i because i think the world is in desperate need of Feelings of certainty and confidence and faith and trust, and that coaches are the best people equipped to provide it.
0: Yes, that's amazing. That aligned with me so much because I actually have the same mission with every coach that you can help. You actually create this ripple effect, right? And the world is so in need, so it it only has a positive fuel on the fire (laughs) to to help uh, share and and share that light and uh, share that impact to other people's lives because sometimes even the coach's family gets impacted the kids and everybody around them and not only their clients so it has an amazing ripple effect and i love what you're doing so can you tell people if they would like to get in touch with you or find out more about you where they can where they can find you
1: yes uh, deb at successmatrix.com uh simple deb at successmatrix.com you can you know email me and you know uh, get an opportunity to chat with you about anything that is concerning you but you can also go to my website and schedule um, a discovery call and my website is just successmatrix.com so there are many resources there for you to take advantage of at success matrix that's m-a-t-r-i-x matrix okay so that's amazing,
0: Deb. And uh, if people want to find out more about you and know more about what you're doing and offering, where can they find you? Uh,
1: the easiest way is to go to my website at successmatrix, M A T R I X, successmatrix.com. There's lots of resources available there. Um, you know, there's an opportunity to just uh, to schedule a discovery call or to just post your questions and you know allow me to provide whatever information I can for you. Uh, you can also email me direct at deb at successmatrix.com. So I look forward to supporting your adventure in whatever way that looks like to you.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And also Deb is giving away a free ebook that is Stop That and Start This which we'll be dropping in the show notes. So you can grab that for free. And she's also offering an uh, online transformation course with 50% discount. So I would encourage you to check it out and to see if that's something that could support you in the journey. One last question, Deb. Yes. What is the one question that nobody ever asks you, but you would love to answer?
1: Oh, that is so tricky. Wow, I have to think about that for a second. The question that no one ever asks me is, "Where does this subconscious genius come from?" Mm. And, <laughs> and I, I, I love that question because every single human being has it, yeah, and it is, you know, certainly encoded into this incredible system that we have. And, and, and I, I'd like to just, if I may, just share is. What, I, what led me down this particular path of discovery is I, I began to think of emotion as, a, as communication, that it, and it's a universal language that every single one of us speak. We all know sadness and grief and confidence and, and sorrow and celebration and excitement. We all know these, these emotional experiences. And I thought, if what if the emotions were just a communication system mm. and that 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 there that there's so much wisdom in them because it, something in us is trying to communicate with us. And so when I thought about that, I, I thought, well, if you think about all the systems of the body, you know, the respiratory system, the vascular system, the muscular system, the endocrine system, the immune system, the digestive system. If you think about all the systems of the body, and you you immediately recognize how perfect they are, that there's nothing we can do to improve upon them, that this is a gift we've been given, and that the organism knows how to support itself. Yeah. Well, if that's true, then shouldn't the emotional communication system be as flawless as all these other systems?
0: Wow, Um, that's powerful, Deb.
1: (laughs) and, And so that was like, okay, if that is true, then I want to understand the system. And that's what I've spent the last 20 years really doing is exploring the emotional communication system and how profound it can be in creating transformation.
0: Wow, that was so powerful, guys. I hope you really take it in. Thank you so much. I will see you next week where we will discover a next combination in the vault. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.